In this episode of Gen X Factor, Bach goes back to the future. Monk longs for those old school family car vacations. And we talk about the resiliency of the Gen X crowd. And I learning lessons and still screwing things up. <laughs> gentlemen navigating the world today with wisdom from yesterday <clears throat> and uh, a little rough around the edges for today's youth but determined to forward forward with curiosity and a desire to make a positive impact on those around us we're back for episode two bach what do you think i think it's good my name's bach i grew up as a military brat i lived all around the world i love being a dad i love working on my jeep technology retro video games and geek culture and a monk raised in the 1970s in the rural suburbs of Massachusetts. Appreciate everything from Will Jens to Aerosmith and, of course, the iconic Van Morrison. Love it. So episode two, super excited. Um, we had a little glitch on the on the start here. You know, we're still learning some things. Uh, what are some lessons that you're learning as we go forward here, Monk? Yeah. So I try not to hop too much on the past. I did, you know, I watched our previous podcast and I'm still doing it now. I'm thinking as I'm walking through this, and I need to slow down. Uh, my microphone was way off. I'll tell you what happened last time was my camera was over to the right-hand side, and it just had a really bad angle. So I moved my camera, and I forgot to move the mic. So you probably hear the mic off to the side, a little bit muffled, and I apologize for that. Um, I hope I have it straightened up this time. I have the camera and the mic in the same zone, so I'll just try to keep folks in front here. Um, that, and I need to slow down, and I need to enunciate, enunciate a little more. But uh, there you go. Anyways. You know, it, it, this is a learning process. Uh, we haven't done podcasts before. I've done some broadcasting um, uh, for work and some other uh, cases. Uh, so I've got some experience, but this is a new thing for uh, both of us. Uh, so what we want to also hear is from you uh, in the audience. And we were surprised that we got so many great comments on the first episode. Um, so keep bringing those comments uh, to us if there's topics you want to hear things that we could do better if you don't like the green behind me if you don't you know if, if if one of us is speaking too quickly or if we're not clear or you know anything that that can make this better we're doing this you know, we're doing this for ourselves we're doing this for you for our generation um we think we have something to give back but we want to hear from you so speaking of that, we had, uh, like I said, some really great comments that came in on the first podcast, and I figured it'd be a good idea to really address that and talk about some of those. Um, so, uh, and, and we really, uh, you know, as I said, had no idea what to expect. And I, I, you know, I thought, you know, maybe my mom would watch this and my wife, and that was about it. But we, we had, you know, we didn't blow off the charts, but we, we had, you know, close to hundred views across different platforms and such. Um, and we, we had, um, you know, on YouTube, the, Eunice Walker said, you know, thank you. This is a conversation that's desperately needed. And, you know, I agree, you know, that's why we're doing this. Um, and, and then uh, uh, multi Lindsay talked about, you know, bullying and how it's different uh, today versus when we were kids. And I remember, you know, being a witness to bullying, being, um, uh, you know, being the victim to, to a light degree of, of bullying and maybe even 
being on the wrong side of it to a light degree because that's just sometimes how things happen and maybe you're not even aware of it. But it's also really different today. And I think it's a topic for a future that, that we want to prepare for and something really important as, as we both have young kids, um, or not so young anymore, but we both have kids that are kind of entering that phase of life where bullying really can be hard. I, I, something I think that we, we don't want to think about, but then maybe talk about with this crowd. No, absolutely. And you know, think of the, the whole bully culture. It's a completely different world than you and I. We talked about this last time of how you know technology yeah. has taken off. And you know, I'm you know, there's a there's a certain you, you hear some parents these days go, ah, oh, they're just boys being boys or or whatever it may be. And I'm sure there's an element. I'm, think, I'm thinking back in the day when I was a, a youngster, there's an element, right? You, you get your buddies and you kind of you do the pushing, shoving, and you're playing around. You kind of you kind of have an have, have a, a sense about you. Is this be, is this welcome? Is this welcome from another party that I'm with? You know, is it is it mutual jarring back and forth, or uh, it's a it's a tough thing to navigate. Um, but then there is there is certainly a blatant bullying of of uh, what I think is a lot of people that are insecure and they're just trying to take it out on other people. Um, so we can certainly dig into that a little bit later. But it is it is a, a big very big topic and, and one that's very important to talk about. Definitely, definitely. So. Um, we will definitely get to that, but we want to hear more topics. One of the things I would like to get to, um, and, and, uh, Monk and I were talking about this just before we want to be careful not to do like anything too scripted. We, we want to be authentic and have kind of more, you know, from the heart kind of conversations. But, um, I would like to start doing some top 10 or top five lists, you know, things like top five action movies or top top five power balance from the eighties or, you know, things along those lines. So those are you know, we'd love to hear from you on, on topics you'd love to hear from. Um, and I think that, you know, we could get really granular, you know, obviously it wouldn't be the top five songs, um, from, from the eighties because there's too many to choose from, but I think, you know, we could get as granular as, you know, uh, uh, not even rap or rock. It would have to get much more granular that power ballads or, or something along those lines. Um, uh, but yeah, we definitely want to hear from, from you folks on that. Um, so uh, I wanted to talk about something, talk about Gen X and, and going along with um, something about bullying, but resiliency. And I think that that's uh, and not not against any other generation, but I think that resiliency is, is a, a, a factor, no pun intended, for Gen X. And um, it was reminded of this. I was I actually went to London recently and on the flight I watched uh, the documentary called Still, which is about uh, Michael J. Fox and um about his early career starting out you know how he became the height he was the number one actor in hollywood and then devastating news hit and how his life changed literally overnight he woke up in the middle of the night and his finger was twitching and he was trying to figure out what was going on and then you know realized that he had this this devastating disease of parkinson's and how it really did you know it it is ended his career but it didn't end his life and it didn't he he continued going forward and he, even today um uh he, he he the the interesting story about the 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 title still was he never was still and parkinson's is this you know disease that makes you can't stop moving and you and there's lots of movement going on but even before that he was on the move go 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 and he when he did back to the future he was he was filming a tv show during the day 
He would go to his hotel room, get three hours or four hours of sleep. He would then get picked up and film most of Back to the Future at night, then go back to the hotel room, get another couple hours sleep, and then go to the TV show and film. And did that every day. And it was just unbelievable. He was a go-getter. And I was inspired. And it, um, it, um, I don't want to try to compare myself to him, but it reminded me a little bit of some of my early career where I was you know, doing a lot of startups and go, go, go. And um, it really kind of brought home. I thought about this crew. I thought about the people that we're talking to, our generation. And I, I feel like he, maybe more than anybody else, is uh, the flag bearer for our generation because of that. And that he just didn't, didn't stop. He couldn't stay still. I thought that was an amazing story. And I recommend it to anybody. It's available on Apple TV+. Plus. I'm not, we're not getting paid by them. We're not sponsored by them. Um, but it was riveting and, and really uh, well done. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to watch it. I, I didn't catch that yet. Uh, did I hear there's a, there's another uh, Back to the Future in the works? Did I hear that rumor going on? Have you heard that? I don't know. That would be interesting if there was. Yeah. So, well, you know what? My, my wife hates this uh, game. I was telling her, um, somebody brought this up. I was talking about Back to the Future. If Back to the Future happened today, they would go back to 1993. <laughs> so, yeah. so in in the movie, the movie took place in 1985, and they went back to 1955. So, uh, so imagine where you were in 1993. Um, and so that's what that's how this would go. Um, another fact came up that I thought was really interesting is in the movie, um, the most popular song that was playing on the radio was uh, was Mr. Sandman. The, the classic song from the 50s. If you went back to 1993, it would be Enter Sandman from Metallica. So <laughs> I think that would be great. Totally different feeling. <laughs> that, totally different feeling. I know, but um, uh, so, but imagine that. And then who knows, you know, going forward, uh, that would be uh, 2053 would be the future uh, for, for Back to the Future 2. Yep. So uh, who knows uh, what that would be like. Uh, maybe we'd finally get those flying cars. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just but, looking at um, Wikipedia here. Just some of the iconic movies he was in. I mean, all the way from you know Doc Hollywood, bit, you know Bright Lights, Big City, Teen Wolf, you know all of those. Great, great, great uh, little uh, lineup he has here. Yeah, they actually they mentioned a bunch of those in the in the documentary. Um, the interesting thing I thought was I loved Teen Wolf when I was a kid, and it was he felt it was kind of a throwaway movie it was it was a low budget film that he was just doing to t help get him into movies out of the tv business and into movies um and i always felt that you know and i, I think it did help launch his film career um but it was i thought it was great i i loved that uh that movie um i think it was funny i'm actually planning on, on ha watching it with my son coming up uh sometime sometime this year cuz i think he would really get a kick out of it yeah, my son has, has gone through the Back to the Future. He loves them. He loves us the movies. Yeah. So we haven't done the Back to the Future yet. Uh, my son's, son's a couple years younger than yours, but uh, we're going to uh, definitely get to that. I, I, I'm looking forward to it. So um, so I know that uh, you said you wanted to talk about vacations and, and old school car vacations. So uh, I'm look, looking forward to hear what you got to say, and I'll talk about my experiences as well. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, just thinking back uh, in, you know, as we go through our youth and remember things from the past, you know, back in the day when kids, I mean, I'm not saying it's better or worse, but back in the day when kids didn't have the restrictions they have to do today, the seat belts and the booster seats. I, mean, I remember driving in the back. Let's actually, I'll just start right here. Let's think of the Subaru Brat. I don't know if I remember that car. 
It was a car yeah. designed with little buckets in the back. Now, I think they might have had seatbelts, but I guarantee you probably nobody ever used those. But they had these little these little polyer plastic seats in the back. You'd scoop yourself into no cover, right? And they had these little uh plastic little joysticks inside that didn't move. And that was your that was your safety net, right? That you held on to. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, and then on top of that, I remember, you know, riding in the back of my, my dad's pickup truck, we, you know, we, we went on this one vacation down to, uh, West Virginia. And I, and I want to say probably most of the ride, me and my sister ran, riding the road in the back, you know, next to a motorcycle that was strapped in the middle, you know? So, you know, that was a time back then. And, uh, I don't think it was careless. It was just a different time. But, um, you know, those those trips were iconic because it was, you know, you stop at the rest there and you get your snacks and you, you, and you push on. My dad was big for we, we stop at the gas station, the rest stop, and we do everything there and you keep on going. There's not multiple stops along the way. Um, and, I, and I sort of carry that on with my kids there to make efficient. We look at it as making an efficient use of time, right? Get everything done at yeah. once. Use a restroom, yeah. get your snacks, get, go for a walk, get back in the car, let's go. Um, yeah. No, my dad was very much the same way. We used to do that, and and you know, st- the the stereotypes are there for a reason, and 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 um, you know, very much the same. You know, my brother would say, you know, mom, box looking at me, you know, or yeah. you know, the whole "Are we there yet?" kind of thing. All of that stuff happened. You know, long trips, uh, uh, great experiences. Um, my mom packing up sandwiches and putting them in a cooler, and yeah. um, you know, just just making it happen. You know, back then, you know, my dad. Being a military guy, um, you know, would would he did so much for us um, with you know military in the military you don't make a lot of money as you know especially as an enlisted military person but he he always made sure that we got opportunities to see things and do things and we did it you know we did it the way we could do it we drove yeah. different, you know we drove you know two days to go to a place or whatever it was um, going out to see family or or to you know see different. Um, uh, sites and things like that it was a great time i loved loved doing it um at the time i think maybe driving i may not have appreciated it as much but um but it really you know brought something to it and it's probably why i love driving today and why i'm you know uh, in, enjoy i was they did a longer drive I actually took my mother out uh for lunch and we did a long drive through the through we took the back roads instead of the highway to get there uh this weekend and that was a good time yeah i think that you know i, I get my kids in the car like yesterday i got my son in the car he's like where are we going i don't, I don't know We'll find out, yep. you know, just go for a ride, you know, and, and, you know, the kids today, it's like, you know, it's kind of, I, you know, I'm not going for a tangent, but like the movies today, every second has to be utilized with audio or something going on. You go back, you know, in the 70s, 60s, the movies there, they had dramatic pauses for a reason. It was, now it costs money, but they had dramatic pauses for a reason. You don't find that in today's movie. Very rarely you'll find it in today's movies. They want to use up every second. It goes the same thing with the kids and video games and whatnot. And, you know, so my son will get in. Where are we going? You know, I don't know where we're going. We'll find out when we get there. You know, we'll, we'll stop. We have one destination, and we'll take, you know, an hour to go around, look at other things while we're there. I, I, actually, I yeah. can, I can, I can, uh, I, you'll get a laugh out of this. So that same mentality you and I have, we have this mentality. You get on the road, you go. You, you, you have a, a destination, and you just generalize the rest. You'll find out along the way. But you're, you, you, you make efficient use of that time. Remember that motorcycle trip we took up to Canada, where we have one friend of ours yeah. who who didn't doesn't like that efficient use of time. He wants to stop every half an hour and do something, right? And we yeah. tortured him the whole way up. He, he, and you know, not that we'll we'll get into that story much later in another podcast. But he had a, yeah. a smaller book than us, so we look at him in the rear view mirror. He'd be waving, "Hey, stop! <laughs> let's get a, let's get a bite to eat or do this." And we just ignore him and just keep on going. And he didn't want to stop by himself, so he had to keep up. That was. 
the same kind of mentality, you know, just, just long trips. I, I love those long family trips. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you're right. You know, we're, we live in a society where, you know, we've got these you know devices that always have our attention and movies and such. Imagine, you know, classic movie Jaws, right? Um, yeah. Go back and watch that movie. There are slow gaps of time there where things don't happen. You don't even see the shark, you know, probably for the first hour and a half of the movie. Right. And, um, you know, uh, I think I think kids today would actually you know be really bored for a good chunk of that movie. I mean, it gets really scary at the end. But I think that. Um, uh, you know, those, those things have changed and, and, and travel has changed as well. And, and um, so, you know, my kids would be in the back of their video games and all that stuff. But, right. Uh, they have the DVD yeah. players built into the ceilings back there now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, we've, we've touched on a few different topics. Um, one of the topics uh, we touched on was back to the future and we have a new segment that we're going to add and hopefully try to keep this going um, in most, if not all of our episodes going few forward and we're going to call it back in time so i mentioned that i was in london and one of the things going on in london right now is there they have a musical for back to the future and i was really not sure about this i as i was recommended by a friend of mine and um i went to see it with a co-worker good and a and friend of mine and um, it was amazing. And it is coming to the United States. So again, not being, not being sponsored by these folks, but when it does come, it's gonna do a tour through the US and then it's gonna end up in New York and play in New York for a while. Um, I highly recommend anybody that, that was a fan of the movie. And they changed a few things. And then um, a good chunk of the, the musical was, was actually filling in parts that you didn't see in the movie. So it was new material. And then obviously some of the things that you did see in the movie, the critical parts. Um, and it, so it was a new experience. Um, they brought out the DeLorean and it obviously, you know, smaller stage, the, the, the DeLorean really didn't move. It spun around. It was on a, a like a lazy Susan kind of thing, but you felt like it was hitting 88 miles an hour. They had light lightning effects, light and lightning effects. Um, and, uh, it was, it was great. There were times like you would cheer when, um, when, um, uh, Marty's father knocked out Biff um and the the actors that played everybody were great uh you felt like you were seeing michael j fox on stage the actor that played doc was actually he he didn't try to do an an impersonation of of christopher lloyd that wouldn't have worked uh because i don't think anybody really could do that so he made his own character it was very different but that was fine um once you realized that that's what he was doing like okay it's a different character got it and and moved on um but yeah it was great i really really enjoyed it again highly recommend it um uh we we had a great time we went we we went into london we we had a few drinks grabbed some uh grabbed some dinner went to the show um and talked about it the whole way back um my 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 buddy that i went with uh he thought it was awesome and he we were both both about the same age um and really really enjoyed it so I, I it brought me back. It wants me it makes me want to watch the movies. I've been seeing all kinds of things about that remind me of Back to the Future since. Um uh I must have done some searching. Well, obviously I searched for the when I bought the tickets, so now YouTube and things are all popping up all these things about DeLoreans and and other Back to the Future related um uh material. So um it, I'm really in a big nostalgia mode right now for that. So I'm going to have to go watch that movie soon. Uh, what you remember? You remember watching the movie? How long has it been since you last saw it? Oh, geez, uh, not that. Are you talking about the future, right? Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, not that like my son, I mean, like I said, my yeah. son loves that movie. So it's probably only been a year or so. We we try to catch those in, uh, you know, those 80 flicks. Whenever they come on during the summertime, we try to catch them with my son and, and watch them. So it's probably only been a year, maybe a year and a half since I've seen it last time. Um, but, I'm, I, you know, I'm a big researcher like yourself. And as you're talking here, I'm looking up Christopher Lloyd's. Uh, if you look at his movie care, movie care, holy mackerel. Some, a lot of yeah. things are surprising to me. He was in One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. I was unaware of that. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Butch cast, but, Butch, Butch and Sundance, the early days. It was I'm, I got to go back and watch some of these. I'm sure they were, you know, starting out roles from he had like a a, a co uh, role or something like that. But I got to look up back at these. Yeah, and, Butch and Sundance, the early days. If I remember right, that wasn't the, the great movie. That wasn't the movie, the classic one with with uh, Redford and Newman. Oh, okay, um, that was a, that was one that came out after they're trying to uh, uh, make off the name of that one. But he was in Taxi too. Yeah. Um, so that was actually one of the things YouTube recommended recently to me was the, uh, a couple of clips from taxi again, because of that. And, um, it was the one where, uh, where, uh, Jim, he put the character he played was Jim, uh, yeah. he was the drug addled taxi driver, um, had to take a driver's test because his yeah. license had expired. <laughs> and, uh, so he's sitting there and all the other guys are there and, 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 uh, he's like asking the answers and he's like, what does a yellow light mean? Slow down. What? <laughs> does a yellow light mean yeah. and going back out. Out. <laughs> that that segment went on with that one joke like exactly the back yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Every time. <laughs> it is it is it was great um no but he and he's you know so funny so many different uh characters um and uh again i don't think that anybody um could imitate him he was and he was just recently in the mandalorian um, spoiler alert for anybody that hasn't see, seen all of the season three of The Mandalorian. But he was in, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that. But yeah, he was in an episode of The Mandalorian recently. That's um, awesome. And uh, and Rick and Morty, the cartoon show, is kind of based on on um, those two, uh, the Back to the Future characters. Um, so, so interesting. Real, I don't want to get too far because I've never seen Rick and Morty. I've heard about it. One of my neighbors, uh, he has watched pretty much all of them. I hear they're really inappropriate. And, and yeah. my neighbor talks about it at the bus stop, and my son's curious. And I think he's seen a few things on YouTube. I got to watch that because it seems like it's getting to be a trend with the teenage boys now. Um, yeah, I've watched a few episodes, and um, I, it's rough. It's, yeah. they're really, I, I get the humor. It's funny. But they, they, they take it to one step past where I'm ready to be. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, um, you know, I, it's not, it's not, uh, the Simpsons or the family guy. They, they, they said, you know, that's too tame. Let's go one more, one more yeah, step yeah. far, forward than that. So. Yeah. That seems to be um, the trend, right? Take it one, yeah, one, absolutely. one, five further. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we talked about nostalgia and I've been, I've been really in a big nostalgia, um, mode since, since the whole trip and, and seeing the, the still and back to the future. Um, so I want to do a shout out. If any, if, if any of you watching um, are on Reddit, there is a Gen X subreddit. So it's r slash Gen X. Um, and I've been getting a lot of recommendations from that. They've been, you know, just like showing pictures of things. Like if you remember those old giant um, water coolers that, you know, like about this big around and uh, I mean, all had one and, you know, you open up the spigot and you, you get your water from there. Um, you know, pictures of, of the, you know, those wooden coasters with, uh, that you pull out of the, 
the big wooden box and, yeah. and each one slides out and there's a cork center to it. Yeah. It has a little like brass kind of fitting to pull it out. We all had those. And it's just like every single time one of these pops up, it's like, oh yeah, I remember that. It, and it's been it's been great. So I highly recommend checking out that subreddit. Um, and uh, you know, I actually posted up on that subreddit that we were going live. So hopefully some of you were watching. Um, but it uh, that's been a great nostalgia bomb for me. Uh, so uh, that's been great. Do you, do you have do you, if you just take a moment? Do you have anything around your house still today that was uh, relevant of the of the eighties or even seventies? That you know, that's useful, not just uh, like artwork, something like that. Something that's useful, you still use today. I, and I, I get on this kick because I, 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 I see things at yard sales or at flea markets. I'm like, oh, yeah. I remember, and, I, and I picked up a few. I picked up a toaster one time. It was a toaster from the probably mid to late seventies. I want to say the cord itself had some kind of a fabric on the outside, which is just a fire hazard alone. On sure. you know, it was what it was made. It was intended that way, and it was yeah. an automatic. It wasn't the kind of toaster where it would just pop in you know, the toaster flap. It would slowly rise. It was like it was really modern for the seventies. Um, sure. But I, I still have a few things around. Thankfully, my wife tries to curb that and push that stuff to the basement. But yeah. um, I have one thing. I'm, I'm gonna let you see if you have anything that you can think of off the top of here. But I have one thing that I have pushed really hard in this house that's paid off for me. Uh, you know what? I don't really think I do. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to think about that and come back, but I can't really think of anything, um, that, that I have. that's like, you know, that, unless it's something retro, I've got some retro, retro things, but they're ma more modern manufactured that, you know, appear retro. Yeah. Um, so retro t-shirts and things like that, but I don't think I have anything that is you know, from the eighties actually. In my hand right now, and I'll show it to you. But it, and it goes back way before the eighties. But I remember. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So before you show it, yeah. Before you show it, so one of the things I think that I would like to do going forward as well is like a a guess. You know, you guess the movie, you guess from an audio clip or whatever. So give me a clue and let me ask like three questions to see if I can guess what it is. So first, give me a clue, and then uh, I'll see if I can figure it out. It's utility. It's something you use every day. Something you use every day. All right, so I get three questions. Let's, let's say that, and then it's an obvious. Is it something, um, oh, actually, I might already have figured it out. Is it something you keep in your pocket? No. No, oh, well, then I haven't figured it out. Um, is it a, a form of tool? No, it, it's, I'll, I'll, like, I'll track that. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's something you utilize in the kitchen every day. Okay. Um, uh, is it a can opener? No. In, 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 all, in all honesty, this probably, you know, I have to look it up while I'm sitting here talking to you, but it probably started to, I'm going to guess this company's started in the 20s, but I mean, it's been, um, let me see. Not to the, the, we're talking about this dead space we're using right now. Yeah. Yeah. No worries. That's okay. Um, yeah. I'll see. I, yeah, because you got me lost now. So I, I, if it's not a if it's not a can opener, something for the kitchen, and it, it's I, so I assume it's useful though. It's not like a refrigerator magnet or something like that. Oh no, no, it's very useful. As a matter of fact, I probably what I've replaced it with, I probably replaced, uh, and and it was with some resilience. My wife was like, "We're not using those." And I'm like, "We're using them. They, they they're they've been around for a hundred years almost." We're using them, and and it's slowly taken off. Whether it's my persistence and her just saying, "Okay, I'll give that one to you," or whether she finds them actually useful, I don't know. But um, 
All right, so I give up what it is. So uh, I'm guessing. So. All right, it is a a ball mason jar. These now I know they're used for canning, and I think that's probably how they started out in the 20s or 30s or wherever it was. I have to look up when that actually was. But yep. I replaced all of our glasses with this for a couple of reasons, right? You transition out of those plastic cups with the kids. These are perfect. They drop these. They don't shard like those tiny, you know, the thin glasses. These things are great. They, they first of all, they don't always break. <laughs> they're pretty sturdy and uh you can use them for leftovers you know i know the, the pop-up uh what's the the, the people at the train they do now the overnight oats the mm-hmm. salad you put, in your, you put in your cup and you just put the thing on you put the dressing glass there yeah. shake it they're perfect for everything they're so utilitarian it's, it, they're great so i replaced yeah. all the glasses in my cupboard with mason jars every time my wife you know leaves them somewhere they go missing i tell her i'm gonna go buy 24 more <laughs> That's my little uh, so we've got a few we've got a few of those my wife actually found some um that uh the the cap actually has a hole in it and then there's like a kid's yeah. straw that goes in it my, so my kids use it um as a as a drinking um cup like that so we've got a few of those wrong yeah, we started off, I mean, traditionally they came with the metal top and the seal, um, but those metal tops do eventually rust, especially if you put using, you know, through the dishwasher often enough. Um, so we have the plastic tops, and we do have the ones that they have, the ones for the coffee sipper, you know, you put it on and travel to work with it. Um, anyways, moving on. I love <laughs> that it. I love it. No, that's great. I'll try to, uh, I'll try to bring something next time uh, that's, uh, that's, that's 80s, something I might have. Um, now I've got to buy something. My wife's going to hate that. Um, <laughs> she's a, she's a minimalist and I'm a maximalist. I have, I have too much junk around the house and, um, and, uh, we, we balance each other out. She, she always is helping me reduce. I think we have uh, a in, in our house. I don't know if it's, it's balancing out because I buy it and then she waits till I'm missing and she throws it away. <laughs> so that's go. how we, that's how we balance out. I knew I had that right somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I uh, uh, I think you know we're right at that half hour mark, which is I think the target that we wanted to hit. Um, so maybe we can go ahead and wrap up. Any other anything else you want to talk about before we do wrap up? No, you know I think this is uh, this is fun, and I appreciate everybody's patience as we stumble our way through. It. Uh, we make mistakes, and uh, we're learning as we go, and, and the feedback's great. Um, I like uh, hearing from you all of you, and um, I look forward to doing this again. I, I, okay. I, I probably can tell there's no no. Currently, there's no set frequency. <laughs> you know, John, you're very, I know you're very busy. You travel for work quite a bit. Um, you know, I, I got a lot going on as well. So we try to squeeze in where we can, um, but we do appreciate uh, everybody's input and uh, look forward to talking in the future. Yeah, we're going to try it at least once a month. Um, if we can, I think we're right at like four weeks from the last time, four or five weeks from the last time. Uh, we'll, we'll try to keep it minimum. Uh, that, that's the most you know, gap that we'll, we'll put in there, try to do it more often if we can. Um, so with that, so we're going to go ahead and sign off. And so this is Gen X Factor. I'm Bach. That's Monk. And we want to just let you remember that age is just a number. It might be a big number, but it's just a number. Take care, everybody. See you again. Bye now.